0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Welcome to the Monday lineup HQ. This is now the round table DFS lineup builder here. All right. So, new format coming at you here interactive we're not recording this thing anymore we're doing it live and we're hoping to get a lot of interaction here as we go on so guys we'll get to it a little bit more we'll bring in as always on monday morning our guy tuttle here tuttle it was a long weird weekend holiday weekend we had still had the dfs stuff going on and uh so let me ask you how was your dfs and how was your holiday in general
2: yeah it was all right um DFS. trying to think didn't have too many sweats got pushed out of some money last night in the, in the overtime game. Um, already grinding out boxing day this morning, the old EPL league that I I love boxing day. Um, but suboptimal setup currently at the in-laws hoping I don't get, uh, get walked in on by any of the, I think 10 kids that are here. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully we'll get some interaction throughout the show and, uh, build some decent lineups.
1: Yeah. As I alluded to already, it's, it's going to be a new format moving forward, guys. So uh, we're still going to talk you through players, still going to build lineups for you and all that. But uh, we're going to try to get this thing to where you guys can uh, interact and ask questions. I mean, that's what we're here for, basically. It helps everybody. If you have something you want to talk about, please, by all means, fire it up in one of the chats. And we're going to talk uh, talk you through it and, and all that good stuff. What you want to do, if you are a premium member and you have the NFL Discord, that's kind of where you want to be because that's our priority. But we will still keep an eye on the YouTube chat for you. So those so are your two options. Anything you want to talk about, anything you want to know about the game or our opinions on any of this stuff, you know, fire it away. We're going to do this Monday, Thursday, and Sunday nights. So that's how we're going to end out this year and and, and take this thing in, into next year. So hopefully hopefully everything works out well. Yeah, holiday weekends, not quite over because we're going to go through this week, and then we got another one next week. It's, it's not the cool Christmas thing. Man, i tell you what. I always feel like this on Christmas night when I'm sitting there and looking at the lights one last time like – So anticlimactic, you wait all year long for that, man, and then it's over with like that. So it's a little bit sad. So, Toto, did did, what Santa bring you for Christmas? Anything good?
2: No, I didn't get anything good, man. Um, I don't get like we don't, the kids are the focus, so I don't, oh, yeah, kids are definitely focused, but you like,
1: you don't give a little nudge to your wife, like, boy, this looks really cool right here, wouldn't mind having that for Christmas. (laughs)
2: No, no. I we do like Secret Santa stuff, and I always just go for the practical. I'm I'm, I'm at the age where you just take the practical angle, where it's like something you kind of need, but you don't really want to buy it yourself. Um, so, like, I needed a new mouse for my computer, so did that. <laughs> Got a new dad hat, that sort of thing. No, nothing, uh, nothing enjoyable, really.
1: Okay, fair enough. Well, yeah, everybody's different, but for sure, the the kids are the focus. But you know, if you see something you want. You gotta, you gotta throw a little hint to the wifey man like oh man that looks cool so i uh i I did that i did that total threw a little hint so i got i got what i wanted
2: man well i, I mean you can't leave us hanging like that
1: i was really i'm really stoked when i when i saw the commercial for the uh the meta vr gaming headset so okay i was like you know why don't why don't we take because usually we do what you what well, you know what you're talking about but I was like why don't why don't you find something a little bit more pricier because uh, this is something I you know I kind of want too and I, I wouldn't mind getting this for Christmas so we, we exchanged some rather expensive gifts this year but I'm looking forward to it man once I set it up and watching some games and doing some stuff in VR so gonna be fun guys I see some guys uh, popping up in the chat remember this is a chat driven show now so fire off any questions or any any anything you want to talk about there and chat and and we'll get to it. So let's just start walking through this game here. The Chargers and the Colts on Monday night football. It's an interesting scenario. The Colts are all but dead now. The Chargers like all but locked up a playoff spot, believe it or not. They didn't charge their way out of this thing this year. They're actually alive and well and can make some noise. So what's your first general assessment of this game with the Colts in kind of a you know, JT is out, and they're changing quarterbacks again, and they're kind of in disarray. What's your general assessment of this game?
2: Yeah, big Dick Nick, man. Holiday season. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it. Maybe we get some uh, a little bit more competent quarterback play. Maybe Michael Pittman actually has a, a target depth further than four yards or whatever it's been the last, uh, last few weeks with Matt Ryan. Um, I think we also have some injuries. Obviously, you mentioned JT. I think the running back situation for Indianapolis is interesting. Um, unfortunately, the, the running backs are kind of priced up though Zach Moss, uh, Deion Jackson. We don't have a whole lot of clarification yet, and they're, they're not cheap, so I think that's an interesting situation. Um, Kylan Granson, not um, gonna suit up, is kind of potentially flying under the radar. Radar, uh, we saw Jelani Woods absolutely smash in a similar spot uh, when, uh, he was out earlier this season. So, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think there's a lot of different angles you can take on this game. So I, I think it should be actually a decent one and I'm not used to decent Monday night games, but I think it should be, uh, should be fairly enjoyable.
1: Yeah. And, uh, one thing you, you just touched on is, uh, where I think is going to be the interesting angle on, on a game like this is when you have a new quarterback, And uh, his targets, we kind of don't know what he's been doing in practice and who he favors and who he's been working out with. And that matters. It matters so much for that position with wide receivers slash tight ends, you know, who the quarterback is working with every day after practice. And so it may be a guy like Jelani Woods. I don't know. It could could be, you know, Alec Pierce. I don't know who he's working with, but I think that's the key right there. Finding out who Foles is going to target the most. It's not always just a, you know, Pittman at the top and then a trickle down and, it could be anything. So let's start building on draft. Uh, – let's go to DraftKings first and foremost here, where we get penalized a few extra dollars for that captain spot, but we get the extra points. Expensive captain, cheap captain, who you got your eye on here?
2: So when I was kind of playing around with lineups here, I I was trying to look at cheaper captain options because we do have a couple cheap guys. You mentioned Alec Pierce. Uh, he's only 2800 on DraftKings. Jelani Woods is 2800 Um, if you go cheap captain though, you actually almost like, I almost prefer lineups with both those guys in it, or at least one of those guys in like a kicker. And if you, you can't really go captain with a cheap guy and make that fit. Um, because I think those options are significantly better than like what we see with like the $200 range. Sometimes we get like a $200 option. That's really good. Um, although Mo Alley-Cox, if, again, if you want to do the, the, the tight end angle on Beth Kings, Mo Alley-Cox is, is really cheap. Um, but I'm saying all this to say that I, on PK tonight, I do prefer an, an expensive, uh, or a, an expensive captain. I'm cool. And I'm open. I don't, I don't care what angle you want to roll with it. I think it, we just, we just spend up. So if that's, you know, you want to do Herbert attacks, or if you just want to do the Eckler and the captain completely up to you.
1: Fair enough. It's a good question. It's a good debate here. We're we're facing the Colts. I don't – their defense is eh, – it is what it is. I don't know. There may be some letdown. Maybe we go
2: well, – Hold on. Let me uh, – I see a comment here. Uh, Pierce, the captain, gets you all the studs. This is partially true. The issue is the last spot, if you're trying to do like a Pierce captain, the last spot kind of puts you in like the 5K range on DraftKings. And to me, I don't see any 5K guys that like I'm chopping at the bits to play. Like Everett's okay, Paris Campbell's okay, but to me, it's like they're fairly comparable to Jelani Woods, or they're fairly comparable to a kicker in that spot. Um, So I think the the upside you lose by going cheap at captain isn't worth it because of where it puts you in for that last spot for lineup construction.
1: Yeah, good point, how it all works out. So let's uh, let's go Herbert. I'm feeling like Herbert's going to have that, uh, you know, so popular a couple of weeks ago against the Titans. He let everybody down. It feels like he's letting people down in fantasy a lot. And so I think that may, may drive people off of him a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure out when uh, the uh, ownership comes out. But let's go Herbert. And he Captain, I feel like it's a big Herbert day. So uh, if we got Herbert there, he's got a ton of targets that are healthy now. And getting back into action, who's some of your favorites to put in this lineup? And how many, how many would we go? Like you you got your quarterback in captain. What's your basic? Like, is two enough? Is three too much? Is three just enough? Like, what's your thoughts there?
2: I would go at least two. Um, three's fine. I mean, Herbert's mobile enough too, where he can get some get some done with the legs. If we're talking like a true statue quarterback, um, like a Tom Brady or something like that, you you want definitely two, but there's a better case for three in that situation. Um, this case, I think you can do Herbert, his two studs, and then it would be one spot where we're, we're probably leaving out Eckler in this build. But I think it makes sense if you want to go. I mean, obviously, I have no issue pairing Herbert with Eckler. I think salary-wise, though, uh, you can just go Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams here to start, and then try to fill out from there.
1: All right, we got those guys in. That leaves us about five grand for a few spots. Indianapolis guys, we need to talk about them for a minute, see where our minds at with them. I mean, there's a lot open. I mean, this is this is a wide open game for them. We have no idea, really. They got a new running back. Their, their workhorse is out. So we don't know how that's going to play out. And they're changing quarterback, which is huge. Can, can't emphasize that, you know, how bad those other two guys have been for them and their receivers this year. Now, Nick Foles may be just as bad, <laughs> like, there might be a reason why he's just now finally getting in here in week 16. So he may be just as bad, but he may actually bring a little bit of life to him. We don't know. So out of all this new stuff that's happening with the coach, it's almost like week one, almost. We don't know what's going to happen. Like, Which your favorite Colt angle here?
2: Yeah, so I think it's going to be Pittman is my favorite. I think the biggest question here, and it's one we have in chat, um is this is the running back situation right between zach moss and uh Deion jackson i think regardless of who we get announced starting supposedly that's supposed to happen today i think it's fairly safe to assume we're probably going to see a fairly even split i don't think it's going to be a situation where we get a starter announced and then they're on the field for 80 percent of the snaps or something like that i think regardless we're probably looking at like 60 40 either way um which makes it less appealing to play one um Makes it more okay to play both, I think, if you're into that. I'm usually not into negative correlations like that for a running back, but I think there's a split big enough, or I think it's even enough that you'll probably, if you're looking for a contrarian approach, I think you could probably play them both together. Um, my lean, if I had to choose one, would be Dion Jackson, just because I think he's more involved, or he's more capable as a pass catcher. Uh, so he would be my my choice uh, of the two running backs. I don't like them all that much. I, I think the biggest thing you just want to be cognitive of, of Deion Jackson is going to profile more as the pass catcher. So if you're building a lineup like this, he would make more sense, right? Uh, we're probably assuming that the Colts are coming from behind. Uh, he's going to have passing game work. He played Deion Jackson there. I think Zach Moss, you would reserve for more of like – uh grind it out type game not as high scoring your hope colts are keeping possession of the ball they're kind of grinding it out Uh, so i think i think it's honestly a toss-up i'm not going to pretend i know which one's a better option and i would just play whichever one makes more sense with the game script i don't think we have to play one in this lineup though either if you you don't want to um i like the cheap colts is my on draft kings the cheap colts are my favorite so alec pierce jelani woods uh i would take pierce here and then kind of see where that leaves us salary wise
1: yeah, so just as you were answering that, and you, you know, Yeezy had had his question. If you had to pick one, Moss or Dion, would you just say it's lineup based? Like whatever game script you have in your lineup is the yep. guy you you know that's the guy you pick. Like if you think it's going to be if the Colts are going to win this, if you think the Colts can come in and pull this upset, it makes sense for Moss to be the workhorse. He's pretty good. I mean, he didn't ever get a fair rap in Buffalo, but. He has, you know, that grinded out skills that Jeff Saturday likes. If you think it's a catch-up mode, it's kind of got to be Dion, and like that's what he's done. So would that be where you would answer that question?
2: Yeah, definitely. I would say it's lineup specific. Um, and I touched on it a little bit. I mean, it feels weird. And I'll agree that it's not a, it's not an optimal strategy. But I think with this specific situation, you could play both together in the same lineup, again, that's going to be one approach to get you a little bit more contrarian. I don't think it's, I mean, I really don't think it's that bad. Um, You would just hope that it's a run heavy approach. Running backs are the focus of their, of their attack, Um, which you don't have to like, we don't know what Nick Foles looks like at this point in his career. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not a huge stretch to say that the Colts are going into this and they're going to run the ball um, or even just do check downs as, as much as possible. Um, So I don't think it's the optimal approach, but I think for tournaments, if you're looking to get a little different, I don't think you lose too much on a projection standpoint if you just play both together.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data
1: Yeah, you know your point, Nick Foles. Like, let's be honest here. He's had, aside from that run in Philadelphia, which I don't know what happened, where he got them to the Super Bowl and they won it, that run, and then he he was best known for that seven touchdown game against the Raiders, way back in the day. Thank you, Nick Foles. That was that was one of my bigger weekends ever. Like, aside from that, man, like. He's not been that good of a quarterback in the NFL, to be honest with you. So we kind of don't know where this one's at. And uh, I say Mr. Mr. Gerg in chat. He says, Herbert's been underwhelming this year. He has been. Why? Tell why? Like the guy's got when you watch him, He's so smooth. His form is so good. He throws the ball so well. Why has he been so, so poor this year?
2: So the consensus, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I'm some super smart football guy. I play DFS. Um, I enjoy the the game theory behind DFS. From a football standpoint, the consensus seems to be that it's more of a play calling thing um than anything else. Uh, so the routes the receivers are running aren't optimal. Um they're kind of encouraging him to not throw the ball as far um with the plays they're they're calling, things like that. Um I will also say some of that is like Mike Williams has been injured the majority of the year, right? Like, um we haven't had many weeks together where Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have been on the field together. So I think that's a lot of it too. Um, what we drop off to Deandre Carter as, as the fill in wide receiver, if, if one of those guys are injured. So I think weapons does have a, have a decent amount of say in it as well. And so, Hey, if that's the, the if, if the thought is Herbert's been underwhelming this year, which I agree he has, and he can't, like, he doesn't have it in him. I think that's a, a good reason to, to go a little bit heavier on Herbert, Herbert on, in a game where again, he, he finally has kind of full strength weapons. I know. I know he disappointed with full strength weapons. I'm, I'm fully aware. I lost, I lost a fair share of money on him last week with when he had his full full weapons in a nut matchup against the Titans. But um, I don't know. I, I believe in, in his skill personally. So I'm I'm all about the passing game tonight for for the Chargers.
1: Yeah, let hope he's going to
2: break out of it tonight. I feel all right. So
1: we're at the point now where we're. I think we're. I think we're looking at Pierce here in this lineup. Pierce with a. A ridiculously low salary tonight on DraftKings, considering all things considered. So 6,200, two spots left. Let's do one more spot. We don't want to break the terms of service for DraftKings. So one more spot here. Like, are we, would we go uh, star and scrub or more balanced? Do you see anybody in the balanced range we want to go with that fits this lineup? What's our, what's your general thoughts here?
2: let see. And this is kind of where I'm, I'm talking about. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. If you put Pearson captain, like, I think it looks cool because then you can play Eckler too, but then it kind of leaves you in the no man land of, of 5,200. I know Everett's been all right. Um, not a terrible play. Um, but that basically, I think takes us away from being able to play Eckler. If we have Herbert captain because of the construction, Um, so if we have Pierce here, I think we're looking at a kicker, like kicker Pittman is probably how I would finish this. Um, that's going to be a little bit chalky. Um, but that's probably how I would finish it. Or if you wanted to do like a Foles and then Jelani Woods with it for the, for the passing attack, um, that would be my preferred way to end this build.
0: I
1: like it. Let's go with foals. Let's plug in foals and then see. you have 3,400 left over. We won't fill it out, but uh, there's actually a few guys. You can cycle through some guys right there if you really wanted to and try to find that secondary pass catcher for foals and strike lightning in a bottle. You just never know. It might be woods. It might be, uh, one of these other guys. You just don't know. Ashton Doolin. Who knows, man, who he's been playing around with on the side of of those uh, things, uh, is there anybody, like, super – like, I'm looking down here. I see Ali Cox at 200. Even yeah. Jordan Wilkins, who I don't really want to play Jordan Wilkins, but we're without JT. We don't know how that's going to play out. He's 200. Is there – like, do you have any – would you play either one of those guys? for any I would play Ali amount? Cox
2: for sure okay. um, with some lineups. And I think you can do it – I mean – He's had spike games, right? Well, I mean, one, maybe, where he where he, he got the the two touchdowns. I mean, just game. one touchdown for
1: 200 tonight might be the thing that gets you there, mean right. the optimal. So,
2: And to be completely honest, like, Jelani Woods is going to get all the ownership and all the attraction. But from a projection standpoint, it's going to be very hard to separate those two. Um, to say Jelani Woods is a significantly better play than Mola Ali Cox is probably inaccurate. Um, so I, like, even though he's cheaper, I think Ally Cox will still be significantly lower owned than Jelani Woods. So yeah, I mean you you can definitely play Ali Cox if you want to.
1: Fair enough, guys. We're gonna go to Fanduel now. Don't forget this is a uh, an interactive show. So got any questions as you you know rumble on and stumble on into the room after the Christmas vacation? Please fire them off in one of the chats the uh, the Discord number one or and or then the YouTube chat. Uh, get it in there and we'll. We'll pick it up and we'll answer it. We're we're here for you guys, okay? Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights. We're here for you guys with uh, with this new format of the show. So we're on Fanduel now. It's kind of a little bit different roster construction. One less spot. You don't get the penalty for the MVP. It, it's a lot easier to stumble on the optimal, the straight up optimal at the end of the night. Stumble on it here on Fanduel uh, every once in a while when the when the game script breaks right. So. Are we we still looking at Herbert as our top guy or does this kind of sway you more towards a more expensive Austin Eckler where these scoring scoring system favors running backs? Although it doesn't really matter with Eckler. He's such a PPR guy anyway. But uh, what's what's your thoughts on MVP over here?
2: Yeah, I mean, you name the top two guys. Um, Herbert, from a raw projection standpoint, would be the guy you you pencil in there. Um, Eckler would be fine with as well. I think anything after those two, you're going to get a significant ownership discount. Um, I think those two by far will be the the highest on MVP options. So it's kind of ugly to put anybody else in there besides those two. Uh, but hey, maybe maybe Big Nick, Dick Nick has the seven touchdown game again. Uh, you throw him him in there with a couple pass catchers like Pittman and, and Pierce. I think fairly reasonable it's not the most probable thing to happen but uh he would be my contrarian option would be would be Nick Foles but yeah I mean we created the Herbert Captain team so if we want to stick with the chalk and just do Eckler MVP I'm, I'm fine with that as well Tough one. So
1: let's let's take this lineup and let's say we're gonna throw it in the uh, five dollar Fanduel for all the marbles, and you got to be at all those teams. Let's just be contrarian then, because we know what we're gonna do with Herbert and Eckler and how how popular gonna they're gonna be and where they project. Let's do Nick Foles in the MVP, and hope we can let's just, do it. Something crazy happens here. So let's go Nick Foles, and then start talking at, so if you're on FanDuel, you got these limited spots. I asked you about Herbert on DraftKings, but if you only got four flexes over here, what's your cap on targets for a particular quarterback? If you got him, you wouldn't do three targets out of four flexes, would you? For your one for your one quarterback?
2: Um, this one's tough because we we kind of talked about it on uh, DraftKings, like the profile of the, or the prototype of the quarterback. Where fools, it's it's. <laughs> You're probably not getting a rushing touchdown out of him, right? Um, his, his guys are cheap enough where I do think you could do three receiving options here. Um, if you wanted to do like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's the, I honestly, honestly, I do think if I'm doing Foles captain, I think that's probably the build is that you do Foles, you do Eckler, and then you just jam. Colts pass catchers in the last little bit of spots.
1: Let's do, let's see what we can come up with then. Get, take Foles, take Eckler, and look and see what we, so, uh, let's see, start off with yeah. Pittman.
2: So you're 500 off from being able to play the top three wideouts for the, for the.
1: That might be good for us. We don't really, you know, we don't want to be super, super chalky anyway. So let's say we go Pittman and then, um, uh, who would be who's Who you think it's Campbell? Pe- you think Pierce is the number two guy?
2: Yeah, Pittman's one. Okay, Pierce, Pierce eighty five
1: hundred. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want Campbell anyway. So we're good there. We could. This could be your. You know, I, I mean, when you're talking about touchdowns and fan duel and how much they mean, this is definitely a tight end, a tight end position you could take here. So, or. You could uh, rearrange some things and find a way to get Deion Jackson in there, pass-catching running back. But I like the tight end angle here. Let's talk yeah, about – take a tight end here.
2: Yeah, and see, the thing is, again, I, I mentioned it kind of. I mean, I haven't looked at our projections. I'm going to look at them now. I'm actually interested to see what the difference in projections are for like Jelani Woods and Allie Cox. Uh, Two-point difference right now uh, between the two. Again, I think they're fairly comparable options. So even if you want to run this lineup twice and put, you know, Woods in at one time, Cox in at the other time, the Cox lineup will be less duped. Although I'm not too worried about dupes with a with a Foles captain or a Foles MVP here. Um, and we don't have to finish it with the with a third pass catcher for the Colts, but I do think it it's what makes the most sense with this lineup. It
1: does. It makes sense. So uh, let's see here. Let's let's go, Moale oh, Cox. Let's shoot. let shoot for the moon and hope that that's a touchdown to to your tie it in there. And then the other two guys are getting some good work from Foles and and Eckler's dominating everything on the other end, which he's been known to do. So I like the way that one shapes up, man. That one looks that one looks kind of sexy there. It all makes sense. So guys, I'm not seeing very many questions. Uh, if you want to fire off some questions, Tuttle, you got any words? If we don't get any more questions, which what would be your like? takeaway from this particular game right here. What's your final parting shots here?
2: Yeah. So I think the, what the biggest points we talked about, we like Pierce, or at least I like Pierce a lot is the, I think he's the top value option of the game. I don't think that's like a surprise though. Um, I will reiterate, I I think you can play both running backs. Um, Just be cognizant of how you're deploying them. Zach Moss profiles more of the kind of the grinder type. Deion Jackson more is the pass catching type. Uh, So just make sure they, they fit your game script that you're building with your lineups. It's not the worst thing in the world, not optimal, but not the worst thing in the world to shave off a few points in projection and play them both in the same lineup and hope they concentrate. I would not play Nick Foles in that lineup. If you're, if you're playing both uh, Colts running backs, I would not play Nick Foles in that lineup. Um, But yeah, I think that's, kind of the general oh and both you and i are high on justin herbert unsurprisingly doesn't seem like a hot take um but i I do think if people are shorting him because of his performance so far this season makes sense to be even more aggressive with him in, in lineups
1: yeah as always i'll reiterate the fact that if you're if you're out there playing a cash game cash game lineup the projections a system like the blitz all that good whoever you trust with your it matters they matter a lot but when you're looking at trying to take down a gpp with a lot of people it's it's less about projections and it's more about lineup construction and how you play it and in the showdown you just want your game script and you want to stick to it and you want it to make sense i think that's what we did here with both of these lineups feels pretty good to me so uh Guys, I'm not seeing any questions. I think we're going to jump out of here for this Monday show. Again, this show will be back on Thursday with another uh, just just like this. So be ready, man. Be ready with some questions for those guys. It's going to be me and uh, Squirrel Patrol, actually. So be ready for some questions in. And, yeah, we appreciate all you guys jumping in this chat this morning. We appreciate you tuning in. Good luck in those GPPs for Dan Gaspar, Mr. Tuttle. I was your host, Chop. We'll be back on Thursday. But for now, we are out of here.